What is up, everybody? I'm Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports. This is OTBN 365 for Wednesday, June 1st, year 2022. Uh, it's great. It's June. It's awesome because it's Jeff's birthday month. And not only is Jeff's birthday month, my birthday is not till towards the end of the month, so I get the whole month to celebrate. So, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite times of year. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a special treat to have a summer birthday. It's, it's awesome. So, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. And, uh, we appreciate everything you do. Remember, go to offballnetwork.com and check out all of our great content creators over there. So last night, let's go. We got, we got a special treat for you today. So we're going to start with the NHL playoffs today. I know, I know. Uh, usually I make you wait for the best segment until the end of the show, but today we're starting off the NHL playoffs. Uh, last night, my beloved Colorado Avalanche beat the uh, Edmonton Oilers eight to six in game one of the Western Conference finals. Uh, and and a, I guess you would call that a shootout. My man, Kenneth Herbert, competitive hedge podcast talked about the over this game being so high. And it was, you know, it was wild, but then he called it. He said, well, neither goalie is great, basically. So it could happen. Sure enough, 14 goals, I believe. I believe the over was, it was under 14. I know that. So uh, good, good start for my avalanche. Um, if anybody wants to send me a jersey or anything, uh, you know, I, I will accept bribes. Um, you know, that's the, that's my hot take for the day. I will accept bribes to root for NHL hockey teams. But uh, so uh, the playoffs are off to a good start here. Somehow this game is going to go seven and they're probably going to score 80 goals. I I have I have no idea. Um, there, there's a hot take. NHL is into uh, it's into the next era. It's this is the Golden State Warriors of the NHL. Um Nothing, nothing's going to stop this Avalanche team. They might average ten goals a game uh, next season. It's it's very possible. I don't think it is, but it's very possible. So, uh, other than that, we had a a little a little bit. You know, I like to give you like what's coming across my timeline, what people are discussing, arguing about, what have you. I got to update you on this. It's uh, two weeks later. You know, yesterday Nick Saban. <laughs> Because you know now we're we're getting close to the season now all you know, the SEC is coming together and buddy buddy and the hug fest and the rumors about them you know started you know doing their 18 playoff whatever they want to do uh, you know all the stuff that they think people care about more than they do that that's basically what we are so Saban you know almost you know almost trips over himself you know backing up yesterday and says. He, he never he never said he had any problem with you know Jimbo's Fisher's recruiting at Texas A&M and he never said they did anything wrong even though he got on stage and said they bought every one of their players and you know they've got to figure it out and blah 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 so uh, completely backpedaled off of it like we knew he would like we know these coaches do because they're all they all know the end game is they want to everyone wants to keep making all the money so uh saving uh, uh again it, classic saving stuff you know, it's uh, it's just, it's just what he does. You know, it's it's what all these coaches do. They're they're all in the same boat. They're all going to the same dinners. They're all going to the same conferences. You know, they're all in bed together. It's nothing's ever going to come out of this except a bunch of hubbub. Then, and I guarantee you, Kiffin's going to say something within the next few days, and it's going to sound crazy. Then he's going to walk it back. They're going to do this until the season comes up. That's just what especially SEC college football coaches do. It's really kind of meaningless, but I thought I was, I owed you the update since we had talked about it so much on the show. So that's it. NBA playoffs don't start till Thursday night. 
but uh, we're gonna do something fun here today. Uh, I and I love doing lists. If you've you know anybody's anybody that's been lucky enough to listen to me the last few years, though, I love the I love top anything list. It, it doesn't matter what it is, movies. It could be movies, it could be sports, it could be players, it could be, you know, I do a lot of best of lists and greatest of lists and top this list. And so uh, we got we got a really, really good one today. We got the uh, greatest NBA finals now. Put this put this into context. It's always stuff that like I go, you know, I go to the off the ball network crew and we discuss it and we talk about it. And then I go from my own memory it has to be something that we have knowledge of. So. I'm sh- quite sure before we get to this list that there was great NBA finals in the 60s and 70s that I don't recall. And then the 80s, I was so young, it's going to be skewed. Because, yes, do I think that, you know, the back-to-back Lakers championship was the greatest thing I ever saw? It was, and I was 12 years old. So I just don't have enough context to tell you it was great. Uh, so we we all, we all went with, like, our memory and our gut feelings because – yeah, I can I can go, you know, regurgitate a list that's on, you know, NBA.com or ESPN or something. That doesn't do any good. So we discussed together heated debates, needless to say, which they always are at Off the Ball Network. And um, so we came up with a list of just our like best NBA finals that that we've watched. So um, here we go. It's gonna be a blast. Honorable mentions. Uh, we had the the 2008 Boston Celtics. Um, you know, winning their championship. That was when that was the championship when Garnett, Allen, Pierce got together, even though nobody will talk about that being one of the super teams. Don't get me started. Um, they won. That was that was that was that was uh, pretty cool for you know all those guys to um you know let me see uh, Garnett and Pierce, their only championship. Allen would get another one later with Miami. So uh oh eight honorable mention. The nineteen Toronto Raptors beating Golden State. The only reason this didn't make the list, it's a it's a great kind of it's a great story for Toronto, a great, you know, great victory, a great championship. It just wasn't a great series. It went six games. This is Kawhi Leonard, you know, when he was in the zone, that's, you know, that playoffs. And I won't say carried him. I mean, the whole team played very well. But, uh, you know, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard was the the figurehead of that team. But um, g- great championship, not not necessarily a wonderful series to enjoy. Um, I got the 98, the Bulls beating the Jazz. Uh, really good competitive series. The second of the Bulls versus Jazz. This is the famous last shot for uh, Michael Jordan as a Chicago Bull to to seal the series in game six. It only went six games, but it was really competitive. This is one that I watched intently every minute of, and I know this was a great series. Didn't quite make the list, though. Uh, 2011 Dallas beats the, the Heatles. This was uh Dallas beats the incredible LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch heat. Um, really after <laughs> the heat, the heat rolled through one and a half games, Dallas figured it out. And then, you know, stormed back to win it in six, actually, uh, Dirk gets his one ring, um, you know, hall of famer legend, Dirk Nowitzki, not a it was a it was a great underdog so called underdog series. Dallas was a better team than than we think, but that Heat team was was awesome, and uh, so we we look at it as a as an upset. Uh, so that was something to watch. Not a terribly wonderfully played series, especially the Heat and LeBron. That was one of LeBron's. Uh, he kind of just broke down in it. So, but uh, you know, honorable mention. So uh, that's the honorable mentions. Let's get on with the top five. Which had a great sound effect there to put in. Anybody needs a producer job, let me know. Uh, number five, 2005, San Antonio Spurs beat the Pistons. The, the best thing about this, great, good seven-game series. Uh, two underrated champs, uh, the Pistons and the Spurs, are two teams that because of the 
basically the style of the style of play and the personalities, you know, didn't aren't aren't just immediately thought of as uh, you know legendary teams, but very two very good teams playing each other. This was this was right before the super team era starts, like I mentioned with uh, you know Boston putting the team together a couple years later. And when I say super team, that's just what we refer to them as. I have no problem with these teams coming together, but that we're just going to call them that because that's easy for everybody. Um, this is before that era. What's crazy about this one? A, a truly, and this was a good series, but a truly defensive series. The average score was eighty six to eighty five. Detroit. Detroit actually had the edge, even though they lost the series. That's if you if you see an eighty six to eighty five game now, um, that that's third quarter. I mean, honestly, that's a third three quarters of a game now. So the game has changed so much since then. So this is kind of a this is kind of a turning point in NBA uh, history. Honestly, that this this time period, this championship. So, but it was a really good competitive series with a, a ton of good players. You know, Rip Hamilton and the guys, and of course Tim Duncan and. You know, that that wonderful Spurs, you know, legacy. So that's cool. Number four, 2010 Lakers beat the Celtics. Classic rivalry. Kobe's fifth and last championship. Won more than Shaq, as he would let everybody know. Um, this was the last chance for that that Boston, you know, threesome to get theirs. You know, it, it's just every, every, it, was, it was fun to watch because anytime you have the Lakers and Celtics, it's it's great, you know, already built in. And it went to, it went to seven games. Kobe had an amazing series, you know, wins the MVP. So uh, it was uh, it, it just a lot of stars out there, a lot of good play. Really, really, really good series. So number four is 2010 Lakers beat the Celtics. Number three, you know I had to have one on there. I'm a huge Bulls fan, huge Jordan fan. 1993 Bulls beat the Suns. That's so weird. That's only a six-game series. But this was the Jordan versus Barkley series. And what's – you know, Jordan had an amazing series. Averaged 41 points, nine rebounds. Uh, Barkley was, you know, was just as good, not just as good, but like – Carried his carried that Suns team, you know, there really, really, really good Suns team, underrated Suns team. Uh, Suns had the edge, they had game six. You know, Paxton makes the huge shot, and that's you know, that's the end of the story. You know, Jordan wins his third, retires for a couple years, just everything. But this is just one of these could have changed history game. If Charles Barkley wins this series, he's not the Charles Barkley we know now, he has a championship, and that that changes his entire trajectory. Also, it puts Jordan at two and one in finals, which changes his because everything, you know, we base everything on Jordan being undefeated in the finals, you know, so that's that's a big deal. You know, that and that's when Jordan retires. You know, we don't want to talk, you know, that summer he lost his dad and that was part of it. You know, we won't get into whether that could change or whatever. That's ridiculous. But um, it's just this was just kind of a pivotal moment. One of the biggest one of the biggest kind of sports rivalries they were this was jordan barkley were still friends <laughs> it, it just everything it was it was a pivotal moment in 90s basketball uh, and it was a really really good series for being for only being six games so number three 93 bulls beat Suns. number two 2016 cavaliers beat the golden state warriors golden state was had the record they, they were one of the best teams ever they had the best record ever um the the Cavs, you know, LeBron had come back from Miami, wanted to win a championship in Cleveland. This was the second um, of the finals appearances between these two teams. And then there's the whole story, you know, Cavaliers are down 3-1. Draymond gets suspended for the uh, base hitting LeBron and the Chuckies. Um, you know, we know that when he misses a game, then LeBron and Kyrie go on an absolute tear for game six and seven. We have... LeBron 
the the legendary blocks the shot of Iguodala on the backboard to save the game. Kyrie makes the big shot over Steph Curry uh, for the go ahead. They win the championship. It's a and it, you know it was a big championship for LeBron. It was a big championship for Cleveland. Huge. I mean, it's a big championship for Ohio. You know, the huge lot of huge sports fans. LeBron's an Ohio boy. I mean, I'm I lived here when it happened. Like we were, it, we were all super excited and. And it was real. It was really, and it was a it was a good championship. And LeBron, I mean, he almost averaged a triple double in that series. He was a one man, you know, wrecking crew. And it was, you know, it's also what could have been like if if they could have hung all, you know, could have kept everything together, you know, after the the next couple series. But then Durant goes to Golden State the next year. Like Durant probably doesn't go to Golden State if Cleveland doesn't win that series. So then, does that? That that just changes that series changed the trajectory of the NBA. Like that's something about all these series; they're all pivotal, and that's why we that's why we picked them. But that one was huge. You know, if Durant doesn't go to Golden State and he stays in Oklahoma, does Oklahoma have a championship? Does Westbrook have a championship, or does LeBron have five with Cleveland? We have no idea. But it it was uh it was huge. But that was a that was a big championship, uh, 2016. Number one. The number one finals that I've I've got that I've I've ever watched, and this one was this one was the one that I wasn't going to take any debate on. 2013 Heat uh, versus the Spurs. This is the Ray Allen shot. If you don't remember, in Game Six, the Chris Bosh rebound kicks it out. Allen makes the, you know, the the shot in the corner to uh, send the game to overtime. Heat went into overtime. They play a great game seven, one of the best basketball games I've ever watched. These are two of the best basketball games I ever watched in my life. I think they're I remember you know. I think they're the two. If you if you factor everything in, the two best basketball games as a duo that I've ever watched back to back. This changed LeBron's path. He gets you know he gets another championship because you know he was about to be at that point would have been one and three in finals I think and who knows and they the next year they got whooped by the Spurs and that ended the Heat run. But um, just a it but it was just a great series. This is you know this is Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and. And LeBron and Wade and and this was before Wade like really starts fading. Uh, just just an amazing series. It's unforgettable. I mean, the 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 champagne was in the locker room for the Spurs in Game Six. The ropes were coming out to hand out the trophy. Allen makes a shot. They got to pull everything in. The next night, you know, back and forth. Duncan misses a layup. You know, uh, the Heat win a, a championship that it was gone. That the championship was was San Antonio's for. Two minutes. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it's hard to believe. Like we think back, he misses two free throws that make it possible. Just everything. It was. It, it had everything. It was just entertaining. You know, edge of your seat basketball. So number one, the two thousand three, two thousand thirteen Heat beating the Spurs is my is my greatest NBA final of all time. So uh, yeah, we want to have a little fun today. Um, you know, we'll we'll do some NBA finals preview stuff you know in the next you know couple days it starts tomorrow night so uh, that's going to be fun hockey playoffs the eastern conference kicks off tonight the rangers fans are super pumped so that's going to be cool french open still going on and of course you know the nba has a fully loaded schedule so there's no shortage there's no shortage of content for sports fans right now so again everybody go to offtheballnetwork.com check out everything we're doing over there Uh, we thank you for all the support uh, please click that subscribe button on YouTube. YouTube, ha, YouTube. Yeah, do not click YouTube. So they don't need any more fans. Uh, click our YouTube instead. It, even if if ten percent of you, YouTube's fans would click on our YouTube, 
then we'd be set, wouldn't we? <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. I'm Jeff from Jeff Deed Sports, and I'm out.